discuter de tout ça. I don't want to set the world on fire. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, whenever it may be, wherever you may be, and however you may be hearing my voice. Whether it be via download through one of the many podcast platforms, or if you are listening to the premiere on the Alternate Current Radio's live stream, I appreciate you tuning in and joining me as we attempt to navigate the shark-infested waters of the agenda-centivized media and look past the propaganda. This is your daily dose of what's currently all the ruckus. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man. Watch it. It's become a tradition online for brands to mark April 1st with hoax announcements, fake products, and tongue-in-cheek commercials. This year's April Fool's Day featured some head-churning, and in some cases, stomach-churning, announcements from brands including Burger King, Velveeta, Green Giant, and Lego. Here are 10 of the best April Fool's Day 2021 gags. Number 1. V by Velveeta. Velveeta invited customers to, quote, feel the magnificence of melty moisturization, end quote, with a line of V by Velveeta skincare products, including cheese-based moisturizer, renewal serum, and nourishing night cream. Number two, Siggy's Fish Jerky. Siggy's, famous for its line of Icelandic yogurt, announced two other Icelandic delicacies would soon be joining its line of products. Fish Jerky products, the haddock, and cod-flavored jerkies will not be coming to a store near you anytime soon. Number 3. Green Giant's Cauliflower Peeps Vegetable company Green Giant announced it was partnering with Peeps to bring cauliflower-flavored marshmallow candy to market for Easter. The company admitted the product was merely an April Fool's gag, but asked Twitter followers, quote, who still would have tried it out, end quote. Number 4. Chosen Foods Guacamole Toothpaste. Chosen Foods, a company known best for its avocado-based products, announced the creation of Guac Paste, guacamole-flavored toothpaste. The company said the toothpaste is, quote, guaranteed to brighten your smile, enlighten your taste buds, and freshen your breath with aromatic, savory flavors, end quote. Number five, candle number two from The Farmer's Dog. The Farmer's Dog, a company that creates pet food from fresh ingredients, unveiled candle number two, a candle bearing a, quote, fresh, subtly, stool-scented fragrance from The Farmer's Dog, end quote. The candle is listed as a product on the company's website, but is marked as not yet available. Don't hold your breath. Number 6. Burger King's Sourdough Abominations Fast food chain Burger King tweeted photos of a fictional line of sourdough sandwiches containing fillings such as Hershey pie, cheesy tots, mini shakes, chicken fries, chocolate chip cookies, french fries, and onion rings. 
Number seven, Lego Smart Bricks. Toy company Lego marked the day with an announcement of a product every parent might wish was real. Quote-unquote smart bricks that when left on the floor will scatter away from the unprotected feet of a person walking through the plastic minefield. Number eight, Surfshark for Windows 95. Surfshark, a company that provides virtual private networks for safer internet browsing, released a retro-style commercial announcing the release of a new version for computers still running on Windows 95. The commercial boasts that the VPN, quote, only takes five floppy disks to install, end quote. Number nine, Bud Light's pizza-flavored seltzer. Bud Light, which released a line of hard seltzers in 2020, tweeted a hoax ad for a new line of pizza seltzers in flavors including pepperoni, anchovies, veggie, and extra cheese. The company later tweeted that it was, quote, scary how many of you actually wanted to try these, end quote. And number 10, Duolingo Roll. Language learning app Duolingo unveiled a product to help users learn new languages while using the bathroom. Duolingo roll toilet paper. The company joked the tissue-based language lessons would churn, quote, your bathroom into a classroom, end quote. UPI.com. And speaking of April Fool's Day, today is not April Fool's Day, which is a good thing because if it was, all of the news you are about to hear would easily be dismissed as a prank. You're listening to Alternate Current Radio. I'm Adam Clark, and this is The Daily Ruckus. Alrighty, folks, before we begin here, I assure you that all of the stories I am about to cover do come from actual news sources. And as far as I know, none of these are parodies, satires, or April Fool's jokes. That being said, since the stories do come from mainstream sources, whether or not the content therein is actually true and accurate is, of course, as always, questionable. First up, we have news of SpaceX rocket debris landing on a man's farm in Washington. As reported by The Verge, a pressure vessel from a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket stage fell on a man's farm in Washington state last week, leaving a four-inch dent in the soil. The Black Composite Overwrapped Pressure Vessel, or COPV, was a remnant from the alien invasion-looking breakup of a Falcon 9 second stage over Oregon and Washington on March 26th, according to local officials. The stage re-entered the atmosphere in an unusual spot in the sky after sending a payload of SpaceX's Starlink satellites to orbit. A Grand County, Washington property owner who told authorities he didn't want to be identified found the errant COPV, roughly the size and shape of a hefty punching bag, sitting on his farm one morning last weekend. He reported it to the Grant County Sheriff's Office. A sergeant was dispatched on Monday to check it out. GCSO spokesman Kyle Foreman said, quote, Neither the property owner nor our sergeant are rocket scientists, of course, but judging from what had happened a few days prior, it looked to them like it was possibly debris from the Falcon 9 re-entry, end quote. So the sergeant called SpaceX, which confirmed to GCSO 
it appeared to be theirs and dispatched employees to retrieve the COPV on Tuesday. Foreman said, quote, Of course we didn't have a protocol for this, so we just erred on the side of returning someone's property to them, end quote. A COPV is a part of the Falcon 9's second stage, the smaller section of the rocket that detaches from the main stage at the edge of space and boosts satellites farther from Earth. The COPV stores helium at pressures of nearly 6,000 psi, which is used to pressurize the second stage's large tanks of propellant. While most second stage parts either hang out in orbit for years or re-enter Earth over the ocean, last week's stage put on a spectacular nighttime show over populated areas in the northwestern U.S., and somehow from that show, a COPV ended up embedded roughly four inches into the property owner's farmland, some 100 miles inward from the Pacific coast. Jonathan McDowell, an astrophysicist at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics and a keen tracker of things in space, had been keeping tabs on the second stage and said its re-entry wasn't a surprise. But the timing and location of the re-entry was a head-scratcher. Quote, It is a bit of a puzzle that the stage was not deorbited under control back on March 4th. Looks like something went wrong, but SpaceX has said nothing about it, McDowell said. However, re-entries of this kind happen every couple of weeks. It's just unusual that it happens over a densely populated area, just because that's a small fraction of the Earth, end quote. The COPV in Washington wasn't the only piece of debris to land on U.S. soil in recent weeks. An absolute hellstorm of debris rained over SpaceX's Boca Chica, Texas facilities on Tuesday when a Starship prototype exploded mid-air during its attempt to land, marking the fourth explosion of a Mars rocket prototype in a row in Elon Musk's speedy Starship test campaign. The 16-story tall test rocket successfully launched over six miles in the air, but its return was utterly unsuccessful and resulted in the loss of all test data from the mission. TheVerge.com It's kind of funny. Y'all know that I live in New Mexico, so when I heard that story about space debris being found on some farmer's land, I immediately thought of the Roswell incident. And hey, speaking of New Mexico, CBS News reports, after what should have been a routine grocery trip on a leisurely Sunday afternoon, a New Mexico man was shocked to return to his car and find some unexpected visitors waiting for him. Thousands of bees in his backseat. Earlier this week, the man, whose name has not been released, left Albertson's grocery store in Las Cruces and placed his groceries in his vehicle. He had left his windows open while food shopping. It wasn't until he started to drive off that he noticed the thousands of bees taking the trip with him. The Las Cruces Fire Department was soon on the scene, blocking off the surrounding area to protect nearby shoppers from the bees. Firefighter Jesse Johnson used his experience as a beekeeper, which he does in his spare time, to safely relocate the swarm. Johnson, who was off duty at the time, arrived at the scene with everything needed to move the bees. A hive kit, 
lemongrass oil, gloves, and the proper attire. Officials said he soon relocated them to a, quote, more suitable location, end quote. Photos of the incident show Johnson in full gear, surrounded by thousands of bees as he placed them in temporary hives. The fire department estimated that 15,000 bees were removed from the car and taken to Johnson's property, an effort that took nearly two hours. The department said no major injuries were reported, but an Albertson's security guard was stung, quote, and it is possible a few patrons may have had close encounters, end quote. Officials said that the fire department does not regularly remove swarms of bees, but made an exception in this case due to the potential hazard in a high-traffic area. CBSnews.com. My goodness, what a stroke of good luck that one of the firefighters happened to be a beekeeper in his spare time. I'd say that everyone involved, especially the driver, is extremely lucky, and I'm happy that they are okay. Meanwhile, in Minneapolis, another driver is doing okay after a close call. As reported by the Mercury News, according to police, a 10-year-old girl is found safe a day after taking the family's SUV on a trip around the Twin Cities metro following a search on the internet on how to drive. The girl's mother called police after discovering her Chevy Equinox, credit cards, and daughter were missing from the family home in Fridley Tuesday morning. The young driver was spotted on surveillance cameras in Ramsey and Eden Prairie before police found her at a Walgreens store in Maple Grove Wednesday morning. The girl was unharmed, but the SUV had some scratches and dings, police said. Lieutenant Nick Nabel told WCCO-TV, quote, Our investigation did show she had searched on YouTube how to drive, how to learn how to drive a vehicle on public roadways, something along those lines, end quote. The girl's mother says she's traumatized and overwhelmed by her daughter's actions. She says her daughter hasn't said why she took the SUV for a drive. She's happy no one was hurt and grateful for the work of every police agency involved. Police say the family will deal with the child and has offered assistance to help them if they need it. The girl had been the subject of a missing persons alert distributed by the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. Nabel said tips from the public and media stories helped police find her. Mercurynews.com Jeez, kids these days, I tell you what, always in a hurry to grow up and do grown-up things, including some things we probably never would have ever suspected them of doing. Take, for instance, the seven-year-old boy from upstate New York who is facing charges of rape. As reported by Complex.com, WWNI reports that police arrested and charged the child with third-degree rape for an incident on Thanksgiving. He was subsequently released and will stand trial in family court. The boy is from Brasher Falls, New York, which is near the Canadian border. The family's attorney, Anthony Martone, told the news station, quote, Instinctually, it shouldn't happen to a seven-year-old. I don't think you could even realize 
realize what you're doing at seven years old, so I think it's absurd to charge a seven-year-old with rape. They'd have to prove he actually physically committed this act, which to me, it almost seems to be an impossibility, end quote. Martone reportedly said it seems that the boy is being charged as a juvenile delinquent. Currently, there is a bill pending in the New York legislature that would raise the minimum age for being charged as a juvenile delinquent from seven years old to 12. The outlet reports that advocates are pushing for reform following this particular incident with the boy. Many details about the incident aren't known at this time. State Senator Patty Ritchie's office told WWNY that the bill is being reviewed. The bill proposes using social services instead of charging children as juvenile delinquents and having them appear in family court. Complex.com Yikes. As disturbing as all of that is, I noticed that the story did not make mention that this is the first time such a thing has ever happened. Unlike the next story, which is news of a world first. The headline? Baby born with three penises makes medical history. As reported by New York Post, good things come in threes? An Iraqi boy no doubt etched his name into the phallic hall of fame after he was born with a whopping trio of penises. In a study on the triple-membered tyke published in the International Journal of Surgery Case Reports, Dr. Shakir Salim Jabali wrote, quote, To the best of our knowledge, this is the first reported case with three penises, or trifecta. End quote. The baby boy, a Kurd from Duhok, was originally brought to the hospital by his parents when he was three months old due to swelling in the scrotum. However, when he arrived, doctors observed that he had some extras, one two-centimeter member sprouting near the root of his primary penis and another one-centimeter long schlong situated under his sac. The Hydra-esque anomaly was particularly mysterious as the child hadn't been exposed to drugs in the womb and didn't have a family history of genetic aberrations. Alas, it seems that the boy's potential future as the world's first three-pronged porn star was nipped in the bud since three willies additional phalluses didn't have urethras, the tube that urine passes through. Doctors decided to surgically remove those two. Fortunately, the operation went swimmingly, and the formerly triphalic tot was deemed problem-free during a follow-up appointment a year later, per the case report. A similar instance of triplet nether regions made headlines in India in 2015, but couldn't be verified as it wasn't documented in a medical journal, the Daily Mail reported at the time. However, despite boasting the only recorded case of triphalia, this latest case study isn't the only multi-membered kid out there. First reported in 1609, the condition diphalia, or sporting a pair of penises, reportedly affects one in every five to six million baby boys, with around 100 recorded cases reported in literature. And unlike this latest penile patient, some of these akimbo organs can reportedly both ejaculate and urinate, suggesting that two heads might indeed 
indeed be better than one. In fact, one anonymous soul, dubbed Double D Dude, went viral in 2015 after it was revealed that he boasted dual 10-inch long functioning penises. Doctors have yet to pinpoint the cause of the phallic deformity, but according to World Health Organization research, they have linked it to other congenital aberrations, such as being born with two scrotums or anuses. NYPost.com Now, I know what you're all thinking. When this kid grows up, what kind of shoes is he gonna wear? Just kidding. But hey, while we're on the subject of shoes, Hype Beast reports that MSCHF is up to its old tricks once again, following on from its viral Jesus shoes with a collaboration with Lil Nas X on the Satan shoes. Based on a Nike Air Max 97, the Satan shoes are about as devilish as a pair of sneakers can get. Aside from the all-black uppers, you'll find an air unit filled with 60cc of ink and one drop of real human blood. Yes, you did hear that correctly. The dark theme doesn't stop there, as these limited to 666 sneakers are individually numbered in red on the lateral rear counter, while quote-unquote Luke 1018 graces the lateral side front quarter, also in a satanic red font. Note, 1018 is the passage in which Luke says, quote, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven, end quote. Elsewhere, there is an engraved bronze pentagram hanging from the tongue. The tongue tag sports an inverted cross on it, and the insoles are made from red wool that feature pentagrams on the heel. MSCHF's latest pair is destined to be yet another viral hit, following on from the success of its Jesus shoes, which after being worn by the likes of Drake, Bad Bunny, LeBron James, and more, have become an incredibly sought-after and pricey pair on the resale market. These Satan shoes are no different, retailing for a very on-brand price tag of 1018 US dollars. Hypebeast.com You know, to be honest, folks, of all of the stories I covered today, the one that I was hoping was a fake news story was that one about the Satan shoes containing human blood. And you can call me paranoid or superstitious, but I think we better get ourselves to church after all of this. However, I will probably not be attending service at Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries in South Africa anytime soon, if at all. And in case you didn't know, that's the church where the pastor farts on the heads of worshipers to, quote, demonstrate God's power, end quote, as reported by the Daily Star. A South African pastor who farts on the heads of his congregation has fired back at criticism, insisting he's demonstrating, quote-unquote, God's power. Pastor Christ Penelope of the Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries in the South African province of Limpopo reportedly breaks wind on his church members to supposedly help them become wealthy, it's claimed. Some devotees are said to wait months to experience the so-called, quote-unquote, sacred blow-off and hopefully churn their fortunes around. 
images of the pastor's practice were widely shared on the internet, with photos showing him sitting on a devotee's head, leading to a backlash on social media. However, Pastor Penelope, who previously hit the headlines for using condom oil to anoint his congregation, said the act of breaking wind on others started with Jesus Christ. He told the magazine Drum, quote, It started with Master Jesus when he stepped on Peter. It is the demonstration of God's power, just like God made Adam go into a deep sleep. It is a similar thing. God did anything with the body of Adam while he was on the ground in deep sleep. He was not feeling anything. The Bible doesn't say anything about Adam saying, God, you are hurting me. When they wake up from the deep sleep, they will tell you that they didn't feel anything. It is showing the power of God, and those who needed healing are healed afterwards, and others get to manifest at that moment. Remember, when people try to tarnish your image, that is when he shows his glory. As long as souls are won into the kingdom, he who sits on the throne laughs at his enemies. End quote. It is not the first case of a pastor gaining notoriety for inflicting his bodily functions on others. Last October, a woman claimed she fell asleep on a flight and woke to find herself being urinated on by, quote, a well-known pastor from North Carolina, end quote. The religious leader was taken into custody when the flight landed in Michigan and there were reports he may have had, quote, an unusual reaction to sleep medication, end quote. Dailystar.co.uk And there you have it, folks. I think that's enough weird and unusual news for one day. And if there's at least one thing that we can take away from all of this, I hope you can agree with me when I say, truth really is stranger than fiction. For the ACR, I'm Adam Clark, and this has been The Daily Ruckus for Friday, April 2nd, 2021. For more information, please visit alternatecurrentradio.com.